Welcome to the Obstructed View podcast. Hello, thanks for joining us. Today we're going to look back on Sheffield Wednesday's 2-1 victory against Queen's Park Rangers at Hillsborough and ahead to Cardiff City at home. Right. Yeah, so Wednesday night and we are doing a podcast about the Inform Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, Inform. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. Well, especially not, in, not, not, not this season anyway, maybe last season, but yeah, go on. Well, it's good for Wednesday to win the Inform Clash at Hillsborough with two Inform sides in QPR and Sheffield Wednesday. Um, and it, it didn't look like Wednesday were going to get the result really. So yeah, let's look at the, the game against QPR at Hillsborough. Um, let's start with the starting eleven. Was there many changes? Uh, yeah, you had um, Paul Paul well, Valentin, I suppose if you yeah. want to call him that. Came in. Uh, Bernard Bernard came back. If you're talking about from a obviously from a Norwich Norwich point yeah. of view, yeah, maybe not from the the Blackburn game, the one before that we previewed. But yeah, from a Norwich point of view, we had Paul Valentin and Bernard, um, and I think that. That was it, unless I'm mistaken. Oh, and uh, Patterson, I think, came back in. Did Patterson actually play against? No, he played. Yes, yeah, yeah, so it was yeah. Bernard, Valentin, and Johnson coming in. Yes, that was it. Johnson came back in. That was the one, not Patterson. Yeah, I think other than that, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think is what it is, isn't it? I suppose. Um, QPR I think... made five changes actually after their draw against Plymouth. Yeah, um, I don't know if you realise that. Um, five changes. That would interesting, I suppose. They yeah, must have a little bit more of a squad to play with QPR than Wednesday, probably. I think they do. I think they do. To be fair, I think, I think that's probably of most teams in it than, than maybe us. I mean, most of our squad were all the last two years have been League One as well. Yeah. Um, so but no, before I, the match, um, the eighteen seventy eights did the protest march. Did you see anything of that? Was it reported? Was it? 18, was it big? Yeah. The How 18, did it go? Eighteen sixty seven group. Um, yeah, you get that wrong every every I always say you're wrong, isn't it? But, yeah. um, just a good advertising. Yeah, right. They'll be buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought now I didn't go. Um again we was actually at the pub and I was saying, Do you know what? We can sit here all day and say we're the problem, but like for for people that are not going and it's obviously I think most Wednesday fans want Turn series to sell up and go, and I'm no different to that sort of person. But an half arse—I'm not slagging it off in any sort of way—but an half arse protest is not going to do anything. Um, it, yeah. it needs full support, and you can clearly tell in the build-up to it that it didn't have. If it doesn't have the online full support, then it's like you ain't going to have the non-online full support. Do you know, there's obviously fans that are not online and not on social media or that sort of stuff. So. You always get a general feeling, don't you, from from social media? Yeah, um, and it, it, it was there to a point, but it, it wasn't there. And, and and you know, I actually I applaud and I'm fair play to the people that went down and walked through Oswald Park and and, and and went and processed. I think they did it right. There was no yeah. um, wrong. We can all talk about the wrong way that clubs protest and do things and stuff like that, but it was done in a in a in a good way, in a, a proper protest way. Um, right songs, no um, 
I suppose offensive songs to the to, to the owner or to the owner's family, all that sort of stuff. So it was done in the right way. It just needs more people. And you know, I'm gonna say I was there and I was because um, I wasn't at all. I'm not gonna lie about it. But it, but if for someone like for me to go and I'm probably there in the in the in the seat of a lot of fans is it needs you need to know it's going to be worthwhile doing. And I don't think mm, at yeah. the moment it's it's. And I think while we've got someone like Danny in charge and it's a little bit better, then it, it's that fickle football fan sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, Where pe- yeah. people are going, well, it's a, but I think for me, it's a bigger picture than, than we could be top end of the championship or bottom end of the championship. For me, it's more, you know, the stuff that's gone in the past and how much do I have to pay for a season ticket or for a ticket if I want to go to the game, for a shirt, just all that sort of stuff. The the, the media that comes out in the club, how he um, portrays himself, all that sort of stuff is more important to me than than how the results on the pitch. But yeah, um, yeah, it it, it, it went, I think it went well from the people that went and fair play to him, but it needs more than that. I, I, I think he sat at home going, I don't care. Yeah. It's my, it's my, you know, in a nutshell, in a long way around it, I've said it, that's that's how I think about it. Yeah, well, I'll be honest, I, I saw a few things online reposted and things like that. I don't think it got massive media attention. Nah. It'll probably be in the write-ups, you know, the match reports and things, probably for that specific game. So it'll probably be in the Sheffield Star and maybe some of the Championship and EFL things. Other than that, I don't think there will have been huge amounts of national media coverage or anything like that. So obviously, they've got to try and build it up, I suppose. They've got to start somewhere, that's what they'll say. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so into the match. And it was sort of a cagey first half when QPR edged it, really. Do you think? Yeah, I feel like we're repeating ourselves from, from Stoke, aren't we? To the, mm. the last podcast that we did. But no, obviously, I was there at least this time because I wasn't at Stoke away, but... Yeah. yeah, I thought it was two informed teams, unsurprisingly not well. Unsurprisingly, surprise, uh, not yeah, sorry, not surprisingly, not wanting to lose or give away that first goal, and I think that was that, that was the issue. Not saying that it was two teams that they were a rubbish at the moment, and it, I think you, you, them them two teams played each other two months ago. That's the worst game that's probably ever been played in the championship. If I'm really honest, but it was two teams in form, but two teams that knew they couldn't lose at the same time, yeah. um, and there wasn't anything in terms of chances. I'm not going to say they edged it; we didn't edge it. I think we had probably a little bit more of the ball, but I mean, I, I could even be proven wrong about that. But they had the one one chance that that came off, and God knows how it went in, but. Bambo Diaby decided to put a bullet header into his own net from a, from a cross. But my, my 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 disappointment is the again. So forget back post cross again, like we've talked about a lot of times. It's not stopping the cross. How many times have we seen? They're, yeah. not, they're not stopping the cross well enough that comes in. Yeah, all I really got from it really was that um, Barry Bannon puts in a decent ball into the box on the left, and Callum Patterson headed wide, and before that. That was just before the Elias chair yeah. strike from distance, and and Diaby just heads it into his own net, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I said, but if I said Diaby, I, I do think you know it was he's got in the way of it. Everyone can go well, he's, he's crap header, that sort of stuff. But if he doesn't get himself away of it, I'm sure um, that 
there's a striker behind him that's just going to ma- maybe get his head on it or foot on it <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But even regardless of that, what would you rather do? Not do anything, move out of the way, then live a play scores? Or, yeah, yeah. For me, it's the same old. The cross is not getting stopped quick enough or pressured yeah. enough. It's backing off, backing off, backing off Elias' chair to get that cross in. If we get closer to him and tighter to him, he can't get the cross in. And it, 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 he might well take it down the other side and, and, you know, do you in and turn you inside out. But it's too easy. Too easy to put that cross in. Way too easy. Yeah. So, half-time, how did you feel at half-time? <sighs> Didn't think where the goal coming from. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know where we're going to score. Um, I still felt quietly sort of, you know, quick as well to cop. Anything can happen. Um, yeah. I sent you a picture. Oh, we put it rip. put it on the Twitter. The sunset was was on fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I thought if we were going to do anything, and I was completely wrong, which we'll talk about. But it's one of those old cliches, isn't it? If we're going to do anything in this game, we need one before sixty, sixty-five minutes sort of thing. So Will Volks puts the ball in the net. Everybody, just about everybody, Ilsby thinks he's scored. Next thing, the referee's pointing at the halfway line. And he's disallowed the goal. Was it? it looked like it crossed the line, like in the swinging corner, keeper missed it, and defender clears it off the line, slash, has it gone over? But the referee blew his whistle and then pointed towards the centre circle, which in normal terms is what they do when it's a goal. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. so like me and everyone else was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, then, he, and I think the referee realised that, oh shit, they all think they've scored a goal. <laughs> So then he had to point yeah. to the where the foul was and then blow his whistle again. So, in fairness, I don't think the, the watch went off, but he gave a free kick against Begovic. And a lot of people said it's soft, but I've seen it back. And I think you can see why he's given it. Yes, you can yeah. maybe think it's soft, but we all know goalkeepers get it every day a week. I, I don't blame him for giving it. I actually think it's probably one of the reasons you did get right in the game. Uh, in fairness, but it was one of the moments where you think you've scored a goal, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so early the second half, there was not a, not a, not much to talk about. I don't really think substitute Lyndon Dykes could only flick over from Kenneth Paul's cross. Yeah. Then Barry Barron had a go from distance, which is a decent stop from Asmir Begovic, who was captain for QPR. Yeah. And then Wednesday made the substitutions. Yeah, but I mean, I'll be really honest. Before we scored a goal, uh, and other than the corner that was not a goal that that, that people thought went in, um, Barry Bannon's shot, which was a good shot and a good save, in fairness, he, both 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 sides, that was the only. So we, we that was the only shot on target. We were saying, why have we not tested this keeper more? Not that he's a crap keeper; he's an experienced keeper. Uh, but he's, you know, he's 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 dropped down a level for a reason, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? From 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 you guys, from Everton and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But um, you know, ten years ago, he was a lot better than what he is now. But he just weren't enough tests. I don't think there were enough tests in him. There were the, the 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 possession and the effort. Do you know what I really like about the second half is the intensity was there straight away again. It was a bit more like yeah. Danny you know, kick up the backside. Sort of, sort of game plan, but the quality, and I think um, and Barry Bannon's come out and said this after the game, the quality wasn't there, but this game two months ago, we'd have lost that 1-0 by far, easy, because the, the intensity wasn't... QPR didn't want the pressure, didn't want it at all. Um, yeah. They brought their players on. Um, 
but I, I think I tweeted it after the game, didn't I? That QPR, and we'll talk about the goals, but they got what they deserved. They, they didn't want it. They didn't. They didn't care. They wanted to roll. They didn't want to roll around. Time waste. Try and get as many people booked as they could without getting booked themselves. Yeah. Um, didn't care about attacking. If it was attacking, it was because it was the only thing to do, and they got everything that they deserved. I actually think we come out of that game not deserving to win it, but QPR deserved to lose it. It's as simple as that. Yeah, that happens in a lot of football matches, doesn't yeah. it? Um, when we, when Wednesday made the substitution of Kasama and Buckley, uh, Patterson went off on a stretcher. Was that a serious injury? Or... Uh, no, no. Do you know what? I can't even really remember what happened. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Um, I genuinely don't know. And then Buckley went straight off as well after, not far after. Yeah. Well. I, I feel I've heard that the Buckley one's more, and then we'll, we'll find out, obviously, come Cardiff and maybe the Friday pref, uh, press conference that they do. Conference, yeah. yeah. Thursday, Friday, sort of Danny Roll press, uh, press conference. But um, I feel I think the Buckley's one's more serious, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll see. But, um, yeah, it, it, you know, another one to the, another set to the injury list, isn't it, I suppose, because we've had a few, all of a sudden we had all season without any injuries, and now we've got plenty and plenty. And again, Windass not, 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 not fit again. Um, mm. When we fought Smith again out already. After coming back for one game against uh, Stoke, so yeah, it's not it's not looking good that side of things. But um, I thought Gasama at half time and a couple of other lads that came on, um, even Palmer. To be fair to him, I just thought they made. A, I think Gasama made a big difference. I think if you look yeah. at actually the tactical side of it, it they went more rather than being wingers in the first half, which is what they were, and Gasama wasn't on, but Patterson and Masaba. He brought Masaba and Gasama into, into number tens to come and get yeah. it, to come and get it short, um, and, make, and and that's where the, that's where the equaliser come from. Gasama coming in short in that number ten position, doing a bit of trickery. Mm. All right, did he mean the cross? I don't know because <laughs> it wasn't the best of crosses, but ultimately he got the position out of it because he he came from that deep sort of ten position, didn't he? Out wide. Well, before the before the equaliser, um, Sam Field QPR had a great opportunity to make it two 0 yeah, um, and it was a great save from Cameron Dawson, which probably um, was a turning point in the match for Wednesday. What did you make Dawson's save? Yeah, I feel, I feel like if it had gone in, I think you'd have seen Hillsborough maybe empty. Uh, empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's yeah, no surprise these days. But yeah, it, I, I don't think we did, we didn't deserve a good save, and he's had his critics and, and me being one of them. I think. Um, we, did, we, did, we certainly didn't deserve another goal against us. I don't think we deserved no. the first goal, to be fair. I think nil-nil into that point of the game was a fair result. I said I don't think either, either team at that point deserved to be in front. But, no. yeah, good, great save. And I suppose he's making his worth. But, I, yeah, I think it was a save that if he didn't make, would you have been sat here on the other end and asking, asking, asking me going, should he have saved it? I'd have probably gone, yeah, <laughs> at the same time. Well, Dawson does his job, and then we're back to where you were there with Gasama's cross, and yeah. whether he meant it or not. And Kadamatri puts it away. Third championship goal in four for Kadamatri. What, mate? What, what do you want? What do you want more from me? If that was his first touch, that was his first shot. I think it was his first touch in the box in the, <laughs> the eighty odd minute. I don't. He runs about. Danny like, Kane. Yeah, he, <laughs> he runs about. So he, ran, he runs his socks off every game, and that's what Danny wants from all his players. Obviously, we all we all know that. Hundred percent. We yeah. all know that he wants um, pressing. You know, especially if you're your number nine centre forward sort of player. But 
what's he what's he done? All of his finishes, so what you could say, Blackburn, Norwich, uh, and um, QPR, first time finishes, every single one of them. He's not had a touch, has he? Not to have a touch. He's his first time finish. So you know, at eighteen years old, if you're doing that, for me, you've you've got a future. I said, I've said it before. What future that is, we'll find out. That could be with Wednesday. It could be higher. Could be lower. But you know, one thing he's going to have a career because you know where you finish first time like that, like he has the last load of games, and mm. and you're not good enough because you are. He is good enough. I think the only thing he needs to work on is maybe influencing the game a bit more. From a yeah. um, that, play with the ball, like that, it. that'll probably come with age and a bit more um, experience, experience yeah. and a bit more know-how and that sort of stuff. And that's that's a, that's not a criticism because in the days done way more than a lot of the other players than the strikers has uh, so far. But yeah, I, I you mean, see that sometimes with players like sort of players when they play in the Premiership, they they look more technical, a lot more sort of uh, good on the ball and that. And they got around at Championship, and it's just not available to them. Yeah. So, you know, you never know. You don't know what it what it could be potentially, what level he could be maybe going to. Yeah, it'd be interesting. His career wise, I said, hopefully, I hope he does absolutely does well, amazing things for Wednesday. And worst case scenario, we makes us loads of money. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how his career goes. I think the one thing you can't shirk him for is is physicality wise. He's he's absolutely up for it. He's he's, yeah. he's ready. He's ready. He, he, he's he don't get um, pushed off the ball. If it's a 50-50 and he's shoulder-to-shoulder, he's competing every time. He's not like this youth youth player that's you know just going to get knocked off the ball and go down and all that sort of stuff. That's the one thing you can give him. But he's finishing. He's as good as anyone we've got, by far, surely. Well, if he, if he um, was a lone player from a Premier League club, let's say someone like West Ham, Everton, Aston Villa, yeah. the fans would be taking notice and thinking, hey, look at this kid. How have we got that him? Player here How have we got him? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. How much is he so, worth? How much is he worth, sort of player? People will be eyebrows will be raised, and Wednesday have got him tied down now. So at least money in the bank for Wednesday, isn't it? Um, it right place, right time at the minute, isn't it for him? Yeah, I, yeah. I, people might call it a lucky finish, whether he meant it or not, and skewed it. But I mean, at the end of the day, went bottom corner, so I don't, I don't care. I didn't care. No, we needed it. We, need, we, we needed it. I don't think he cared. Uh, three, three out of four. You know, I mean, he's, yeah. First time he's played ninety minutes as well. We should do him. Eighteen year old. Yeah. Do, do him with the world of good because he's been subbed off every other game as well. So yeah, it's brilliant and fair play to him because he's he's making the most of it while while he's playing. Yeah, so I don't think anybody in Hillsborough thought there was a second goal coming for Wednesday, <laughs> even when the ball hits the post. And, and falls back at Masaba's feet. So, uh, what about that scrambled finish and the uh, two-one victory? But Masaba drama volume two, wasn't it? Yeah, Masaba, Vol Masaba, two. <laughs> volume two. Volume two. we call it? Masaba like, chaos. Masaba yeah. chaos. Yeah. Uh, oh, mate, um, that's what football's for, isn't it? Like them sort yeah. of balls when you, you you sat there in eight, 60, 70, 80 minutes, and you're thinking, what what a waste! Not not a waste of time because. You know, that's what you go to football for. You don't. You're not guaranteed to win every time you go. But you sat there thinking, must win game. <sighs> yeah. Um, we're losing. We're not playing great. It's, we're often and puffing. With the situation, we need a win. Yeah. And out of nothing, you get an equaliser. Then ninety. You know, board comes up six minutes and three minutes into six minutes. <clears throat> cross. It's a fair play. Like we can talk about Masaba and Fletcher, but Barry Bannon, all game by the way was unbelievable best game he's had all season for me yeah but to make the space what I would say about the defender he's only got one foot <laughs> why are you letting him cut back in 
on his uh, mm. on his left foot and put the ball back in. But what what a great cross back in from Baden at the space. And in fairness to Fletcher, everyone in his final slag him off, me included. He actually nearly scored. And if, if he'd have got the winner, then we'd have been sat here talking about an Ashley Fletcher winner. But um, <laughs> yeah, but it comes off the post and person there again to react is Masaba and it could have been anyone, could it? I'm not going to say Masaba's a brilliant player because he's got a tap in from, from two yards out. And, but it was that right place, right time, one in, fair play to him. But see, that's what you go to football for, for goals like that. Regardless, yeah, of the, so bottom of the league, top of the league, uh, it's just amazing. Look, look, yeah, loved it. Limbs at Hillsborough, the kids, uh, the uh, limbs on the pitch from the players. Palmer goes over to Tango. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of incident. Palmer's booked. <laughs> you know, it's all, what, what I would say about the for Palmer. This is what they fucked everyone off. Is the entire second half, not first half. In fact, first half was first half, no, but the entire second half. QPR throwing himself about, wasting every second they could every, yeah. and you, you know, and I don't blame them. I get it. I get what they were doing, and I'm sure Wednesday will do that. If I, I'm going to press it on the 29th of this month, and I'm sure if we're one up with 20 minutes to go, I know exactly what we'll be doing. So I'm not slagging yeah. it off, but the referee's supposed to be clamping down, clamping down on it, and the referee did not once book their players for any time wasting, or if like, especially the keeper. As soon as we went two one up, Palmer took his time to set the throw in, and he got booked straight booked. away. Yeah. You just thinking, you just there going, I get it. It's, it probably is a booking, but where's time that wasting, been yeah. all that second half when all their team were wasting time up to eighty minutes? And I think it's just, <laughs> that's when it comes from doing it the consistency sort of thing that we talk about. Where yeah. is it? Well, that we we see it a lot in the Premier League, obviously. Yeah. Um, the uh, the referees have been changed around again, haven't they? Rebecca Welsh has gone into the Premier League with uh, another one of your EFL uh, referees to see how they do. Obviously, yeah. they've had some interesting times with Sheffield Wednesday. Um, got to say, good crowd at Hillsborough, really twenty-five thousand for a pretty sort of, you know, average average fixture. So the attendance is sort of looking pretty good there. Yeah, I, um, I think they're lucky with their season ticket holders um, in terms mm-hmm. of that. But yeah, no, fair play to to Wednesday fans still turning up and. 2024 20, 25 against QPR and QPR yeah. don't don't bring, don't bring a them. lot and they're terrible as well by the way sorry it's funny QPR <laughs> listening but you, you were terrible <laughs> yeah so the form of Wednesday is looking pretty good Um, only lost one in five and three wins so it's been a huge huge turnaround uh, for Wednesday and uh, now looking at Cardiff on, on Saturday well what did I, what did I say what a couple of weeks ago we need six to be points. six points off by January. We're six points off by yeah. <laughs> by now. Uh, yeah. God, I'm getting need to be wary of what I say. Don't want to know. Um, <laughs> well, if 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 you match either Millwall or Huddersfield's results between now and New Year, you're, you're where you want to be, where you want it to be. But to be honest, to be honest, I don't think you expected this far. No, to be honest. No, no, and 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 yeah. Hundred percent, but also we, 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 I didn't expect like Huddersfield because Huddersfield's not one of the keep drawing, don't they? Or they've lost one, drawing, drawn a few, yeah. The wall and drop back yeah. into it. Obviously, Stokes got the new manager, so that could be one way or the other. We'll have to wait and see on that one with Schumacher mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I think what we're looking at is it's not. It was just Huddersfield, wasn't it? And now it's not just Huddersfield. It's Millwall. It's Stoke. It's Plymouth. It's all yeah, them. I mean, are what are Plymouth going to do now? They've lost Schumacher. I mean, that was their rock. Sort of, do you know what I mean who who they get can make or break that season for them? 
What really? do you think to that with Schumacher going to Stoke? Do you think that says a lot about Plymouth, or uh, is it money, or what? I think it, I think it was well. It's, this time last year, Alex Neil did exactly the same, didn't he? Left Sunderland, and mm. then, I, if you're any sort of normal football fan, you think, why would you leave Sunderland? We get wow. forty odd, thirty odd thousand a week, and it's go to Stoke, who get sixteen to what twenty, twenty odd thousand a week, but. Money in it—that's all it is—is is, is money. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in obviously, in fairness to to levels between Plymouth and Stoke, that's a players. That is a that is a jump, and I think that's the jump for mm. most people. Time will tell. I think Schumacher's a good manager, but does it mean? But then a lot of people would have said that you know Neil was a good manager. They've 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 what they've actually Stoke's got an history on is doing the same every time, and it get poaching a manager. Um, it's interesting whether it does say a little bit about Plymouth and whether whether they he knows exactly what what they're willing to spend in January. Yeah. Does he feel like he's maybe overachieved this first six six months of the season? Maybe he does. You don't know, do you? Yeah. Maybe he's fearful going forward. There's a lot. There's a lot to it in there. They're they're who they get in now, which obviously we don't know who that is, and it might take a couple of weeks or so even after New Year. But who they get in now is. That could make or break it. I, genuinely, if, if that goes bad, I can see them going down. And I'm not, yeah. you know, I don't, I'm not saying they are going to go down, but um, you've got. Wednesday are 10 points off them. Do you know I mean, yeah, 10 points and you know, us and QPR in form and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, I'm not saying they're going to go down, but that, that could be a disaster, couldn't it, really, for them? We'll, we'll see. But, but yeah, I, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's bad news. I think it's good news for us. Absolutely. I think them mm. losing their manager is really good for us. Millwall. Other than beating us for them, ironically, they've been they've lost every game and drawn one, I think, since then. Um, but yeah, mate, buzzing. I mean, three wins out of four. Who would have predicted that? And who would have thought that? And the scenes, I, and I stayed after the game, um, uh, clapped him off, and the, the connection between the fans and Danny is unbelievable. I've never, yeah. I've never seen it in a show. The only time I've seen that, and I know I've not been, not been and I'm 33. I've not been there in the, uh, <clears throat> I suppose the early Premier League years or that sort of stuff. But to, I've never seen that ever in 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 a, someone who's taken over a team bottom of the league and still second bottom of the league, and the the fans have been pretty much half the ground, if not more more than half the ground, were still there after the game, clapping them off and weighing that sort of stuff. Unbelievable. Fairness. I don't know what the odds are now for Wednesday to stay up, but four weeks ago the bookmakers had Wednesday relegated. Yeah. So that's that's all you've got to look at. This the the they're not just in with in with a shout now. They're they're back in a relegation battle with six or seven other teams now, and I don't see Rotherham doing much. Um, QPR Wednesday is similar, and there's a few teams just outside there now mm. who just don't look like they're going to win any. Uh, you can't see a win coming again now, so. It'll be interesting. It's obviously an interesting next couple of weeks. Cardiff are bang out of form. They've only, I think they've lost quite a few games recently. They've yeah. lost four out of five, Cardiff. So I think, I think Wednesday got to be licking the lips on there. Yeah, big time. I think coming out the back end of the, the Christmas period is going to be really important, isn't it? We, yeah. all, we all get that third round FA Cup sort of break. And I think when you get to that point, I think that's really like. Where are we at? And you know, we're all going to get some. Every club gets a maybe looks at January transfer window that sort of stuff. But do you know, do you know, I mean, if we're even, I mean, I'll I'll take it now. Where we're at, six points behind, come January. I mean, I'd have took that all day long a couple of weeks ago, and it sounds stupid mm-hmm. to say that now. But if that where we're still at, come three games, four games time, I'm at six points in the grand in the championship is nothing, absolutely nothing. 
absolutely nothing. Uh, we can do that. We can do that in two games. It's literally as simple as that, isn't it? But um, if we can close that gap even more, even if it's just a four or it's just a five or even less than that, unbelievable, in fairness. So we'll see about Cardiff as an isolated game. I'm not going. Um, I'm actually, believe it or not, off to Pedersen Church versus Hallam. Uh, FC. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, um, so I've seen my grandma for her birthday before that then enough to see um, the old hometown the local football the hometown yeah. game I suppose for me and you up the church and all that yeah, against, um, yeah. against Hallam uh, yeah so I'm watching that so I'm not going myself uh, for the first time this season at home but I am going uh, I'm not going to Boxing Day Commentary, but I am going to Preston away on the Friday night um, on the 29th, so I'll be at Preston away. Uh, but yeah, I think big free games, really, in it. But if Cardiff is an isolated game, it's a, I think it's a must win, and I think it's one they should be winning because then you've got, I think if you win, if you win Saturday, you've got that, you've got that leeway, you've got that breathing space, haven't you, for the two away games then? Yeah, so Cardiff last five and Wednesday last five going into this goal scored Wednesday 1.6, Cardiff 0.2. Yeah. Um, goals conceded Wednesday 1.2 Cardiff 1.4 Wednesday win that again shots off target very similar shots on target Wednesday 4.6 Cardiff 2.8 yeah. Wednesday just all green Wednesday win them 4 out of 5 on every, and the only yeah. one Cardiff have got is shots off target which is not really one you want, <laughs> what you want this <laughs> so yeah. I'd say Wednesday probably win all 5 of those and um, Cardiff just in a bad place with, with the form so um, they've got to be under some serious pressure and you if you were betting, I think you'd have to be looking at Wednesday with that one, surely. Yeah, yeah. I think if you were just a general betting sort of person and you know looking at stats and all that sort of stuff, yeah. And, now, yeah. Like I said, it's a it's a big game, and I think if they come through that with a win, it just gives you so much leeway for the two away games at Christmas, um, with the Coventry away on Boxing Day and and Preston. It just gives you that you know we've caught them up a little bit more. We've got um, six out of six in the two home games, and your away games are then the three hits, aren't they? That's all you got to think about it. But yeah, if we if we don't get a win, they're so important. But I think if we just yeah, I think my prediction, and I'll say it now, two 0 I think we'll two 0 two 0 Wednesday on Saturday. Yeah, I think two 0 two 0 Wednesday on Saturday. I really do, and that and, and I can say that from like, I don't know, a bit biased or a bit bit you know a bit confident sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I genuinely think um, we are Cardiff are. I think we're playing it with the best time we can play them. Yeah, um, and I think maybe any other team I might be a bit sceptical and maybe a bit ooh, don't know but I think I think Cardiff are just there for the taking on Saturday well just look a quick look at the other fixtures around you've got Leicester Rotherham RIP Rotherham I think um, Rotherham, I think Rotherham are, are, are done if I'm really honest yeah don't want to be nasty to and them. then you've got <laughs> Norwich Uddersfield which from what we saw with Norwich against Wednesday surely surely you've got to be saying Norwich there yeah Plymouth Birmingham who knows up in the air that one, isn't it? Yeah. QPR Southampton. You can fancy Southampton, I'm sure, even though they're away. Wednesday Cardiff, Stoke, Millwall, their new manager bound Stoke, perhaps. I'd probably be looking maybe there. Um Sunderland Coventry. So you know it's, it doesn't really look like anyone's gonna be pick up many points down there. So if Wednesday do get a result, they could quite easily be looking sort of what would it, what, would it be, three points off, would it? Well, if, if the results go away, we literally can be a one win off, which is mental. It's absolutely mental. If, Which would be absolutely. We can go to the end. Yeah. end of, so Saturday, come five o'clock or just after five, we could be three points off, staying up. 
which yeah, if, two if and a half, three Huddersfield or Millwall don't win and Wednesday win, they will be three points, three off. points off safety. If you said that three weeks ago, we'd have both looked like idiots and madheads. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you've got to say that, I think we, said, we said this about the Everton one that Sean Dyche has got to be up for manager of the season well if, if Danny, Danny, Danny does this yeah this, this, is, this would be manager of the season without doubt because what was what was, what was was happening with this guy was just a complete and utter Damn. it just looked like the players weren't good enough to be honest I mean he'd done a bad, such a bad job it, it looked like there was, there was nothing there and that's obviously you knew a lot better than me but to be honest it looked like it was just a just went up to it, but Danny's the real, real. It's not just Danny; it's it's, it's Pedersen, it's Chris Powell. Yeah, it, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of good people around in there. I think. Yeah, it, and it, and, and it, the fans are on board. The, the players are on board. Look, I think the, the the main thing is for me, and this probably goes for every Wednesday fan, is what 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 we what we all saw against QPR, and it might end up not being the best of quality, but yet yet we won. But from that forty six minute. From the second half kicking off, there was fight, and it was fight from from that minute until the end, and that never happened at the start of the season. And when I went to Bristol City away, when I've been to other games since Danny's been in, there's been that minute one to minute end, that fight and desire to try and win the game and try and do something. Whereas before, that that wasn't there, and I think that's all Wednesday fans are asking for at the minute. And did you know if we stay up? Unbelievable, brilliant! But at least we're gonna we, we are gonna make a fight of it now. Whereas before there was no yeah. like it was it was done it was dusted. We ain't we ain't gonna stay up. This manager's terrible, and he was. But now there's a fight, and there's there's at least a little bit of shining light, even if we go down. Yeah, if you offered a Blades fan a, a one nil win against Luton and they basically get outplayed, they'll snap your hands off at the minute yeah. with how things are. And, and Wednesday have done that really against QPR. I mean. Yeah. QPR didn't do anything either, but they are a relegation battle team. And and they are six pointers them games. And, and they're, an, they're an informed team. They've been, you know, they, they, they put four past um, a team. They've, you know, they've been beating teams. Do you know what I mean? They're not like they've not like we beat a QPR team that's lost four on trot, two one at last minute. We beat a QPR and team that are in better form, just as good as form, if not better form than us. QPR were a mess at the beginning of the season with Ainsworth yeah. and all that, but they have sort of turned that around, haven't they? Yeah. They've got good enough players like Elias Chair, for example, to be sort of they're the kind of players you expect to be top half of the championship, aren't you? Really? Yeah. Pushing towards playoffs. So they've got they've got some players there, which um yeah, Wednesday have done well. And I think it's all about Cardiff now. I know Coventry is straight after. What about Coventry then? Have you got much on that? Uh Coventry, yeah, I think that's that's an hard game, isn't it? Uh, boxing days away is always an hard game, and we're always away on boxing day these days. I think it's an absolute disgrace if you ask me how many times we're away on Boxing Days these days. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not going. I've got plans on Boxing Days unless we're at home. But um, hard game, yeah. That's why, I feel that's why Saturday's so important to win Cardiff and go into that Coventry game. And if we do then draw at Coventry, you can kind of take that, can't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you're looking at seven points from, from nine in terms of QPR, Cardiff and Coventry, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I... Coventry's an hard game. They've 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 had a bad season compared to last year. Um, in terms of getting to playoff final, that sort of stuff, and they've they're down the bottom end, not bottom but bottom end of mid table, I suppose. But yeah, it's an hard game. I think I take a draw any day, and I, I think I say that for most away games. If I'm on any ice, as long as we win his own games and beat Cardiff, and then 
um, get a cup, get some sort of points out of them in uh, Preston, and get Hull at home on New Year's Day and get a win off. I don't really care. Just keep picking up points, and I'll be all yeah. right. But we need to win Cardiff. I mean, that's the biggest one Saturday for me. Yeah, I think Cardiff obviously will be going to Hillsborough with a bit of trepidation. I don't think they'll be expecting a result anymore. So what you're probably going to see is teams start changing how they play at Hillsborough. That's that's probably one thing which will make things maybe a little bit more difficult because obviously when you're not doing so well, teams expecting they're a bit more open, they'll come at you a little bit more. I think QPR were, were obviously different to that, but Cardiff are probably going to come in there and sit in now and try and frustrate Wednesday. So yeah. it's going to be pretty tough now. I think the fixtures are probably going to get harder in a way from Wednesday doing better, if that makes sense. People are going to sit back a bit. But yeah, also, they're going to do their own work a bit more, aren't they, I suppose? And go, uh, yeah, and, uh, I think a lot of it up. will have been... Yeah, it'll have been a bit of an unknown thing, won't it? How Wednesday are going to play. They wouldn't have really known what was coming from Danny Ruel or, or any of them, really. But um, people will be now starting to get a, a bit of an idea, basically, where, um, where things stand. So... I think hopefully going forward, Wednesday can sort of they've got enough in the squad and the team to sort of unpick teams and and play through teams and and do pretty well when teams do sit in and, and I think Wednesday probably had a bit more of a kind of would say a bit more like a counter attack kind of thing since Danny Rails coming. Yeah, or... yeah, counter attack sort of pressing I suppose, isn't it? Counter attack press from press from the front yeah. at high high tempo, especially the front three. Um, side of things and then they uh, go from there I suppose but yeah um, and a bit of build up from the back but yeah it is, it is uh, so it, and he does change it I think the one thing I've, I like about it's always it, the same right yeah is he don't mind changing it in game yeah. half time in game like he's not this structured manager where it's my way 4-4-2 4-3-3 that's it no not changing it he, if he knows he needs to change it, he will change it. The principles are still the same as in the pressing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But the formation, I like how he can change personnel and formation depending on how the game is. And I think that shows a good manager for me every time. Yeah, so um, is there anything else for this for this podcast? Have you got anything else on Wednesday? No, I think that's it for me. Um, yeah, two, we're going we're gonna to win 2-0. Telling yeah. you now, I don't even know what my score prediction for Scoopy are. To be fair, <laughs> I don't care. But uh, yeah, two and zero. And I suppose we maybe have to have a bit of a bit of a non-podcast chill out, won't we, during Christmas? And we'll come back after yeah. Christmas and see where we're at after that. But hopefully, at worst, six points uh, away max still, and even if close, even better. But yeah, all good from me. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Wednesday can pick up some more points before the next podcast. And I think hopefully we're going to look back perhaps on the first sort of half of the season, maybe do a bit of a look back on the first six months. So then at the review, season, yeah. we, can, yeah. we can put together maybe like a sort of full season at the end of the season. So, yeah, yeah hopefully we'll have some more, more stuff to put out there next next few weeks. Right. In a bit. Up the owls. See you later. Up the owls. Bye-bye. Ta-ra.
big thank you to everybody for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed the episode, please like, share and follow. We want to wish a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all our followers. And we hope you enjoy your um, celebrations.